so we're the Homeworkies podcast, and I'm Rachel, and we are here to talk about some of our favorite Hallmark movies, and Amber's here with me. Hello, everybody! And yeah, so we had no Hallmark movies this weekend, and, and none to really talk about, uh, so yeah, we had to just talk about something we like. Yeah, okay, it was the worst, right, Rachel? How <laughs> mad were you? I mean, I know it was also kind of nice for us to like have a break where we didn't have to panic watch things, but it somehow made my life way more complicated. Yeah. And my friends were, wanted to hang out with me and I couldn't say, no, sorry, I have to live tweet. I could <laughs> hang out with my friends. It was a big disaster, whatever. Yeah, it was actually, it wasn't too bad for me because I was super sick and I'm still got a little bit hanging on, but, um, I it was probably just as well that I was forced to rest and, and, uh, but, but I would have also probably enjoyed it. It would have been a pep in my step. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I was pretty sick this weekend. So, uh, but, uh, but we got to watch these four movies. So at least, uh, at least we had that. And we tried, we picked movies that, uh, the other person hadn't seen. Yes. So that was kind of our strategy and that's hard, especially with you. Cause you've seen like every Hallmark movie. I know. <laughs> and also try to pick a TV show I haven't seen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we're just going to go through these pretty quick. And, uh, and a lot of these you can, you can find there. If you just look online and on different places, you can find them and watch them. Uh, whether it's Hallmark Movies Now or on DVD or other places, uh, just look and, uh, and you can find them. So yeah, you guys, I was way nicer than Rachel because I made sure my choices were on Hallmark movies now. And Rachel made me pick some weird movies that are not on Hallmark movies now or on any streaming service that I could find that was just like, pay to watch it. Yeah. And so I ended up going to some like weird website and I saw some inappropriate things in a pop-up. I was scarred for life. Oh, no. Just be careful. You are watching Rachel. I eventually yeah. just found a copy on YouTube, so YouTube is safe. Okay. <laughs> Watch with caution. Uh, that, that's, that's true. That's generally a good rule for online. Oh, well, let's talk about uh, one of mine first. Let's talk about Three Weeks Through Kids. This is one that you hadn't seen of some of my favorites. And this was made in 2011. And it stars Anna Chlumsky and Warren Christie and our pal Jesse Hutch is in it. And it's basically, it sort of tells two stories. Uh, it's about this single girl who is, you know, kind of married to her job. Uh, she ends up uh, kind of getting sort of tricked into uh, watching her uh, sister's three kids for three weeks. Why her sister, and that's the second half of the movie, is that her sister and her husband go on this like honeymoon to Paris. And so you, I, I like, I guess what I really like about it is that it's something a little bit different. It's, it's, you know, it's somebody who's kind of exploring her, uh, her uh, maternal side. Cause she doesn't, she didn't feel like she really had any. And it turns out she's actually good at like certain stuff um, with these kids and some stuff she's not as good and she's learning. And I, I like that. And also, I like this uh, dynamic between her, the, her sister and her sister's husband that they're, you know, you don't, typically don't see people like working on their marriage in a Hallmark movie. And I, I thought it was kind of cool 
that, uh, you know, she's just so absorbed with her children that she's sort of forgotten her marriage. And, uh, and so through the course of this trip that she's able to kind of work on that. And so it, to me, it's just something a little bit different. It has some funny moments that we talked about with Jesse about a moment where, uh, where Anna dumps a thing of water all over him and, and dumps him, which is pretty funny. Um, and the romance is really pretty on her part with Warren Christie is pretty subdued. It's pretty not in there as much that much. Mm -hmm. um, I, so anyway, uh, what did you think of it? Yeah, um, it was a pretty fun show. Um, I think you mentioned this when we were reviewing at Christmas time, Christmas Next Door. It's very similar mm -hmm. in you know conceit and execution, I'd say. Yeah. Um, although, like you said, there's not super a lot about her relationship with Warren Christie that mm -hmm. much, really. Kind of to the point where they like made out at the end and I was I guess that's how people do it I don't know I mean I like <laughs> never really kissed a boy don't tell our audience but like I was like whoa is that how it's done anyway, <laughs> yeah um, all of these movies you can tell they were all all four were all made in sort of a, a slightly different era I feel like in Hallmark movies they all are a little more mature than I think what we typically see in the last like two years. Yeah. Um, we, you texted me and you said, Oh my goodness, this is so funny. All four of our movies involve making family. And I was, first of all, thrilled that that's caught on. So audience beware when people are, they're making family. And also, um, it's just funny because I didn't even like think that that would be in them because Hallmark doesn't allow that content anymore. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. album are rated G, which is tough to do for live action. Uh, you have to be pretty, pretty, you know, pretty squeaky clean for, for to get G. And, um, and, uh, and that, I think, I feel like that's, that's pretty new. And that's fine with me. But I also don't mind like in a more, I mean, because like in this one, they're, the, it's a married couple that's exploring their uh, their relationship and I don't know what did you think about that part of it did you like that part or um yeah it was interesting to see that um but I don't know why didn't they just go on dates before I don't <laughs> I don't understand but I'm you know I'm glad that it worked out for them I wasn't super interested in it but okay. yay I'm glad their marriage is more exciting. I mean, I'm not obviously not married, and so I can't speak to it, but I, I feel like I've heard that from, I've heard of a similar sort of thing happening mm -hmm. from people I know that are married with little kids, you know, that you just get so engrossed in the kids that you forget your relationship mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, and that you kind of sometimes mm -hmm. need a kick in the pants uh, to remember, like that's the foundation of a marriage, like is the, is the marriage not, you know, not the kids. And, um, so I, I, I liked that. And I, I felt like what happens with her as far as being this, you know, single woman thrust into, you know, taking care of these kids is what I wanted to happen and switched for Christmas, you yeah. know, with the, and, and, but because everybody knew and, and it just wasn't, there wasn't anything funny or she didn't, you know? And so I, I, I think, I don't know, I felt like that was more successfully executed here as far as this fish out of water. And it's something I really relate to because my mom had babies when I was uh, in 
um, in high school. And uh, one, she had one when I was 11, one when I was 16, and one when I was 18. And you would think that that would make me like super great with kids. But like it actually kind of, it made me feel like I wasn't a very like maternal person. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't, I had this sort of almost animosity a little bit, like, whereas other girls would like see a baby and they'd be like, "Ooh, how beautiful, how cute. I'd be like, oh my gosh, so much work, you know, like, oh, you're a terror. You know, I would have, because anyway, and so like, I, I kind of related in a way to like having to sort of learn to embrace that side of you, you know, and realize, oh, I'm actually am good at this, or I actually can do this. And, um, that was something I could relate to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that I am maternal because I care about people, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I'm mostly just super bossy. And so like, I love taking care of like little kids that know how to like go to the bathroom. Um, yeah. So if I was in that situation, like they, those kids would be so excited when their mom got home because I am bossy. <laughs> So how would you have handled the whole bully situation? Uh, we would have. Oh, there would have been words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so did you think that the um, even though you had it spoiled, the uh, the water the water scene the the uh, which was that funny at all or it was a yeah. Basically... So okay, so when you guys were talking about it on our interview with Jesse Hutch, I was picturing like a pitcher of water with a lemon in it. So like a a whole picture. Oh, okay. And I was picturing, for, picturing for some reason that the teenage um, niece was the one who threw it at him. Oh, okay. And I don't know. So the whole situation was just, That's really it funny. actually caught me completely off guard because <laughs> in my mind I was picturing it in this whole other setting. Um, so it was actually, it still played really, it was still really funny. Yeah. And I guess what I like about this is, is, I don't know. It's just something. It's just something a little bit different from Hallmark. I don't know if I just feel like I'm tired of kind of the people getting locked in the same and you know booking the same cabin or or the save the farm story we've seen a million times. This is something a little different. I can watch and and enjoy it. And uh, so how many crowns would you give this one? Um. So I would probably give this one like just three crowns. It was just fine for me. Okay. Uh, I didn't super love it. I, I wasn't super into any of the kids' stories. And I mean, that takes up a third of the movie. I was just like, don't be bullied. I just, it's not helpful. I don't really have any situation of dealing with bullies because I'm just so bossy. <laughs> so like, if somebody was like, give me your lunch, I'd be like, how about you eat your own lunch, dude? And then this <laughs> wouldn't happen. Like, I'm just in impenetrable to bullying so I don't know there you go okay I don't know I give this a pretty high grade I, I really like it I give it like a I don't know 4.25 yeah I well like I mean it. Rachel it's your pick of course you like it oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna pick one you don't like right you goof <laughs> okay so let's talk about uh loving Leah so this is one of your picks and uh, so this was a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. Yes. Um, yeah. And it has a lot of pretty big names in it. 
Um, and it was directed by Jeff Fleckner and written by Nana Goldstein. And I don't really know anything that they've done other than this. And I love it. I love this movie. Um, it's quite different than, well, almost any Hallmark movie. Because, I mean, for first off, they are Jewish, which is pretty much in a, in a world dominated by Christmas movies. You don't get too many Jewish people. Yes. Um, but it's also follows my favorite plot conceit situation, which is where people get married and then fall in love. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, so basically the basic concept is um, Jake has a brother named Ben who is very orthodox and he, you know, Jake is quite reformed to say he's pretty much not even Jewish anymore. Um, and Ben, his brother, is a rabbi, and he is married to Leia, and Ben dies unexpectedly. And there is this um, Hebrew custom, which I am not, I can't remember, the Halitza? It's something like that. Um, yeah. Something. Uh, someone knows. Yeah, Halitza, um, where there is a requirement that if, in order for her to not be shamed or something, he has to either marry her so he can keep his brother's name going or, like, reject her so they can, don't, whatever. I don't know. It's a whole, yeah. it's a whole thing. Um, anyway, but... It, uh, yada, 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 instead of going through the ceremony where they are not going to get married, they just end up getting married. Mm -hmm. It causes all this confusion and drama, but I really like it. The songs in it are actually pretty fun. Like, there's actual real songs in it, not just some mm -hmm. random free songs. Um, I don't know. I really love it. The The montage to Michael Bublé's everything is just mm -hmm. so adorable. Um, and mm -hmm. it's just interesting that they are able to, like, find themselves together. So, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Rachel? Yeah. yeah. So, this was made in 2009. And uh, it, it is really cute. It's a very sweet little movie. Uh, and it has Lauren Ambrose in it. And as Leah, and she starts out kind of mousy, quiet, uh, but you see that she is frustrated with her mother, um, who is, uh, I think, I think it's her mom is Mercedes Rule, and his mom is Susie Espen. I might be getting those confused. But anyway, those are the moms, and they're great. And her mom, uh, you know, wants her basically to get married again right away, and uh, it doesn't seem like she's mourning all that much for her husband. At first I was like, wow, this, she didn't love him at all. But, but I think she did by, by, by the time you kind of see that she at least um, had, had a kind of love for him. And so she ends up, she ends up marrying uh, him more almost to get out of her mother's house mm -hmm. than anything else. She's just so tired. She wants to go to school, uh, to the college and yeah, it was really cute. There, uh, there's a whole scene where he teaches her how to swim, which I love to swim. And so those are really always cute scenes. Um, and 
And yeah, it did feel like their chemistry grew in a pretty realistic way. His girlfriend that he was dating when he ends up marrying Leia, um, all of her reactions seem pretty reasonable because she, they, they've been talking about getting married and then suddenly he's married to this lady and he, she calls it off. And yeah, it, it's, you can see that it's a tough situation for her, but I am actually so proud of her for just saying, you know what, you're married, bye. Which <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good move. Yeah. I mean, this is probably going to sound super weird, but I've always been super interested in the Jewish faith and, you know, like Yiddish even, like mm-hmm. all of the things. I just am, have always been super interested in that. So I think that's what initially spoke to me about this movie mm-hmm. to get me to even watch it is because I was like, hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you have to admit, it's, it is, like you said, quite different from the the usual Hallmark fair. And um, I just really love it. How many yeah. crowns did you give it, Rachel? Um, I think I'd give this one also 4.25. All right. I give this one four and a half crowns. Yeah. That's so, really good. Obviously, I, I mean, I like it. I picked it. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about my next pick. Uh, so I picked Love is a Four Letter Word. And this is an old one from 2007. Terry Polo, Robert Melhouse, and they play these lawyers who are divorced lawyers, and they're both kind of sworn off of love, but they meet at a wedding, and at the beginning of a a wedding of their mutual friends, and they have this like really great spark, uh, but they don't realize that they're coming up against each other in the court, uh, and they're both representing one side of a uh, divorce proceedings, uh, with that is Barry Bostick and Donna Mills, and in, and basically like the the divorce that they're dealing with is she basically has just like gotten sick of him because he retired, and yeah. but there's still like a spark there between them, and so the movie is just basically like them trying to kind of these these two relationships kind of going back and forth and working it out and. And I admit it had been a while since I'd seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely uh, not, it, it wouldn't be a typical Hallmark movie today. Um, they, they, they make some family. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I really enjoy it. I think it's kind of, I think it's funny. And I like both these couples. And um, so I like Terry, Terry Polo. And I, I don't know, I like how they're both kind of, confident about who they are and kind of person they are and they seem like a genuinely like a good match to me and um yeah anyway what do you think yeah um so <laughs> um it was fine honestly um i feel like the tertiary plot of her sister and his friend's marriage like having troubles and me expecting them to actually get divorced when her sister comes back and is like, it's over. I don't know. That, Um, that detracted me a little bit from the movie, like enjoying the movie. It just felt like too much to try to make that be, to have them have a conflict as well. Just, I mean, just let them be newlyweds. It's only been two weeks. Let them (laughs) have a relationship. Yeah. Um, I guess that's just a small part of the movie though. To me at least. It was too much for me i mean they he spends like the last third of the movie just hanging out with his buddies at his house being like oh should marriage happen i don't know like i don't know 
But anyway, um, I just felt like a lot of the people were being irrationally stupid. I thought it was funny. I enjoyed, I liked their sort of romantic comedy kind of banter back and forth between the two of them. Yeah, the, 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 the between the two of them was really good. But just, I felt like, I felt like the secondary characters were, I didn't make sense to me. But they, but the two leads, Terry Poehler and Robo, Polo and Robert Mailhouse, did a really good job. They had good chemistry. Yeah. I liked their like fighting, but like not fighting. Yeah. And, I mean, apparently they're like super into kissing and stuff. Yes. Well, I mean, in a way, that's why kind of... Rachel likes it because you know Rachel likes them kisses. <laughs> well, it was kind of refreshing. Like we don't need they get an actual kiss in the first twenty minutes. I'm like, this is great. And you don't have to have all these almost kisses to like your last 10 minutes of the movie like you do now. Um, and uh, so, yeah, but I was surprised because I had forgotten that they like, that they make family. I had forgotten about that. And, I, and of course that causes like all this conflict because now they're like really in a relationship and yeah. they have to tell both of their clients that this is happening. And uh, um, I don't know. I like, did you like the, um, the, the, very Bostic and Donna Mills at all, did you? Um, it was just fine for me. It was, I mean, they, I don't feel like they, they did exactly what their characters were supposed to do, mm-hmm. but they didn't wow me. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't feel like I'm, I just knew they weren't going to actually get divorced. Mm-hmm. And I knew that they were just being stupid. And I hate when people are just stupid. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine though, like, when you're, if your husband uh, is now retired and all of a sudden he's like hanging around all the time and just starting to really grate on you, get on your nerves. And yeah, I get it. The ending was probably predictable, but I, I didn't mind it. I, I thought it was actually kind of sweet. Uh, and uh, between the two of them and, and uh, that I, I, I could buy that hat, that kind of, misunderstand not misunderstanding but I could buy that happening that like like I said uh all of a sudden there's this new dynamic he's there all the time and it, it you know and, and it being challenging um so it wasn't a problem for me I thought it was kind of sweet but yeah it is predictable it's a very predictable movie yeah um, but didn't bother me I uh I would I would like them to I think this it's been a long enough time but mm-hmm. I think they could brush up, brush off this concept again and do something kind of like this again. I think I would, that would be a lot of fun hmm. in a new yeah. movie. I mean, they're going to get around to it eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's been 11 years. I think they'd be perfectly safe in doing a, another uh, version of a lawyer kind of, you know, lawyers um, spar off kind of movie and it yeah. would be pretty fun. So Anyway, yeah, I give it like uh, for me, I give it like four crowns. I, I really like it. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Ahead, I'm gonna go ahead and give this three and a quarter crowns. Oh, oh, so you like this better than Three Weeks to Your Kids? Yeah, well, I felt like the kids were just being irritating. I know, and you're like, they're children. Be nice to them, and I, <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> that surprises me. I would not have guessed that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, but the, I mean, I felt like their chemistry was way better than the like. I don't know, handyman relationship they had in that other one. Yeah, that's fair. That is true. I agree with you there about the chemistry. Um, so, okay, so let's talk about Good Night for Justice. This is your last pick. 
Yes. And full disclosure, I had not seen this movie when I picked it, but I was confident that a movie starring Luke Perry, directed by Jason Priestley, and written by the Dabrowskis, was going to be worth it. And was it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, full disclosure, I actually super love Western things, which I don't, I mean, like, I don't really like, I don't know, old Western movies, but I like Western movies that are made now. Okay. Um, Like, what's something that you like? What are some that I like? Well, mostly books, though. Oh, okay. Give yeah. me a good old-fashioned mail-order bride book. <laughs> um, anyway, but, so I was just pretty excited about it. And I also thought it was really funny because I felt like in Love and Paradise, which you know I really enjoy, mm-hmm. it was basically Luke Perry playing himself being this character do you know what i mean yeah i just i just wanted them to have named the movie series in love and paradise good night for justice i don't think they did but they should have yeah they should have that would have been a nice like easter egg uh to to do but um yeah so there were like four or five of these and uh it it, westerns are not my favorite they can be a little boring for me to be honest Mm uh but uh they're, you know, I don't hate them or anything. Uh, and this, this was fine. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, a, it had some boring parts, but, uh, but this, but it was, I liked seeing this kind of, this guy who uh, is kind of an outlaw, but yeah, he's the judge at the same time. I felt like was sort of his personality. And uh, that, that was, was fun to see and how he, how he would, uh, you know, trip the various kind of, uh, the various men in town, I think it was Mr. Hewitt, I think was one of the guys' names, anyway, that sort of, uh, out not trick, but outsmart them uh, in the courtroom was really, it was really good. And his sort of relationship with this, uh, with this woman, I, you know, I, I thought was pretty classic Western. Yeah, and I saw a lot more of Luke Perry than I thought I would in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was good for you. I'm well. I don't know. I don't really like seeing a lot of people, <laughs> frankly. Uh, like that was a little shocking for me. Um, but aside from that, I mean, I'm not saying like I saw like all of Luke Perry, but I was just like, that's a that's actually quite a lot of Luke Perry. I'm a little surprised this is on TV, on the Hallmark Channel. Um, anyway, I was like, we're not watching the CW. Um, <laughs> But anyway, I, I love the fact that his name is Goodnight. It's just so funny to me that yeah. they named him Goodnight. John Goodnight. It's, it's the best cowboy name. <laughs> um, I mean, it starts, it actually can be a little bit violent too, at least. And uh, But he has like a swagger. He's sort of, you know, he's trying to kind of channel Clint Eastwood and all of that. And uh, And obviously it's not on that level, but like, I don't know. It was it was entertaining. It's still not like my favorite genre, but uh, but I liked it. Particularly the courtroom scenes were my favorite. I thought those were really fun when he was um, outsmarting these various people in his rulings and and his other things. So yeah, um, I just he really he carries the whole show on his back because the show itself is pretty good and there are a couple of funny lines. Probably trying to channel. 
a Butch Cassidy, Sinet's Kid. They just had a lot of classic themes to it. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, did you watch any of the others or just this one? Um, I started watching the other one and then I said, you know what? I need to watch Rachel's movies. Oh, dear. I was trying to figure this out. Um, <laughs> but this movie really is all about Luke Perry. And yeah. if you like Luke Perry, you will probably like this movie. If you love Luke Perry, you'll love it. If you're meh on Luke Perry, he might win you over. How many crowns do you give this? Um, so I will probably give this three and a half crowns. Yeah. Same with me. I'm right at the same spot as you. Three and a half crowns. Uh, but it's not a bad watch. Give it a shot. Yeah. If you're in the mood for just kind of like a classic, sort of a melodrama, a Western melodrama, this yeah. is great. So how would you rank all four of these then? Um, Loving Leah, I think, is the best one. Um, which isn't really fair because it is a Hallmark Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, and then I would probably say Goodnight for Justice because it really tickles me in my Western Luke Perry bone. Mm-hmm. And then Love is a Four-Letter Word and then Three Weeks, Three Kids. Okay. So for me, I would say Loving Leah and then Three Weeks, Three Kids and then uh, love is a four letter word and then good night for justice, but they're all fun. So yeah, for me, so, all right. Well, cool. Well, this was a fun uh, little exercise to try to do. Let us know what you think of this for these sort of off weeks. Uh, and if you have suggestions for uh, movies that you'd like us to uh, like, like us to check out then uh, and review, then let us know in the comments section or on Twitter. Uh, any of these, uh, let us know what you think. We'd really be curious. And, uh, and so make sure you're following us on social media at Homeworkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we try to post every single day and live tweet. And uh, this weekend, we have two Hallmark movies coming up uh, to look forward to. We have the uh, Love Once and Always uh, with Peter Porte. And uh, we're pretty excited about that. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I was talking to some random guy at work about it today. Uh, He doesn't even know, like, who Peter Porte is. He's never seen Center Stage. I don't even know if he has the Hallmark Channel. And I was just saying, it's going to be so great. Peter Porte is in it. and I think her name is Amanda Amanda Shul, I think is her name. Yeah, Amanda Shul. But I I said, you know, the girl from Center Stage? (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't know, but I was, yeah. I, I was, I was, come on, relate to me. And he didn't get it, but. Movie that we have this weekend is a new Fixer Upper movie. And, uh, and that's on Sunday. And uh, we have on Hallmark, that's Hallmark Movies Mysteries. And we have, of course, another episode of When Calls the Heart and uh, Meet the Peets on Sunday on the regular Hallmark channel. So lots of stuff going on with uh, Hallmark. And we are going to next week for the podcast, we are going to be talking about all four of the of the sleuther, of the detective movies that have come out so far. We've had The Morning Mist Show Mysteries, Aurora Tea Garden, Emma Fielding, and now Fixer Uppers. We've had four. Yeah, and you guys, you really let me down, my Twitter peeps, <laughs> because Rachel posted a poll because she didn't want to watch the other two Fixer Upper movies. And I thought, oh, it would make perfect sense for us to just do the Fixer Upper catalog for our review. <laughs> and Rachel said, no, let's review all the other ones. 
and it's it's a life ruiner and thanks for supporting <laughs> me you guys yay thanks for supporting me uh no I, i'm excited i think it's gonna be because i don't like these detective movies very much but i think it's gonna be really cool to kind of compare all four of the various franchises together and see which one we like the best okay uh, so anyway Wait, Jill, what this is what we're gonna do at this at 20 minutes into the movie you are going to write on a sealed envelope who you think the murderer is. Okay, that's a good idea. And I'm going to write on mine. Okay. And when I say the person I think is the most handsome, understand that that's the murderer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's always the person that I have a crush on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. They make you think it's the caterer, but no, it's not. Um, okay, so uh, that's what we're doing next week. So look forward to that. On Thursday, we have our review of When Calls the Heart, uh, the last episode with Ruth Hill. And uh, so that's a lot of fun. You guys will want to check that out. So listen to our interview with Andrea Brooks. That was so much fun. We had a great time talking with her. So make sure you check that out if you haven't. So lots of good stuff going on with us. And Amber, where can people find you? Um, so as always, people can find me. I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Yeah. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube. And, uh, I will be posting my, uh, yearly, uh, did the right one win, uh, where I look at the animated Oscar category. And, uh, that is why I needed my movie watching load to be lessened this week. Uh, so we'll be posting that sometime next week. And so look forward to it and make sure you subscribe to my content. And uh, thanks so much. And uh, it was fun talking about these four movies, I think. I agree. And we'll do it again soon. Bye. Bye.